Rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. Tune in at 10 a.m. and join Antonia Roman as she sings and reads the Word of God. The Word of God will give you insight for the purpose in your life. Now here is your host, Antonia Roman. doing on this Saturday morning. It is my pleasure to join you again this Saturday as we dive into the Word of God. Thank you for those who have been uh, following us for the past couple of years now as we continue to bring the Word of God to you every Saturday. And thank you for those who are tuning in for the first time. We welcome you. As you know, we have been in the book of Hosea. And we are picking up on chapter 7, starting with verse 11. We were pretty much uh, speaking last week about how we will see um, and realize the power sometimes that people have over our lives. And for this time, uh, at the time of Hosea, this community was um, walking away from God. They were not following after him at all. And they were, you know, not realizing how influenced they were by the other people in the community and the things that they were carrying out and doing that was not of God. So as we continue to read on his word, we're going to start in verse 11 in Hosea chapter 7, verse 11. And this is what it says. Ephraim also is like a silly dove without sense. They call to Egypt. They go to Assyria. Wherever they go, I will spread my net on them. I will bring them down like birds of the air. I will chastise them according to what their congregation has heard. Woe to them, for they have fled from me. Destruction to them because they have transgressed against me, though I redeemed them. Yet they have spoken lies against me. They did not cry out to me with their heart when they wailed upon their beds. They assembled together for grain and new wine. They rebel against me. Though I disciplined and strengthened their arms, yet they devise evil against me. They return but do not but not to the Most High. They are like a treacherous bow. Their princes shall fall by the sword. For the cursings of their tongue, this shall be their derision in the land of Egypt. Father, thank you so much for your word. We know your word is true. We know your word gives us life. We know that your word instructors instructs us, gives us perfect examples. And most of all, Lord, we know that your word is alive. Very important, alive. Thank you, Father. Well, my friends, you know, we continue to hear God's word as it's being described here. Because the children of Israel did not seek after him. Even when they ended up finding out and realizing the wrong they were doing, they still did not seek God. They did not run back to God. And we continue to see 
how God in this scripture and passage here starts to tell us pretty much about the fruit of reliance on the nations that the children of Israel started to depend on as opposed to our Heavenly Father. And then when it says here, Ephraim also is like a silly dove without sense. They call to Egypt. They go to Assyria. So they're going to other places and calling on other people and other places as opposed to calling on to God. And God is making it very clear that it does not matter where we try to hide, where we try to go, who we try to consult with, who we try to get advice from, who we try to get information from. He is there in the midst. And he will make sure to make himself known. That's why it says here, wherever they go, I will spread my net on them. I will bring them down like birds of the air. I will chastise them according to what their congregation has heard. God was making sure that despite all the things that the children of Israel at this time were pursuing and following after, he was making it very clear that he was going to meet them where they were at. And here's the problem, my friends. They went back to ally, to be allies with the people from Egypt and Assyria that you know from past history they had problems with. They went back to consult with them, making allies with those nations instead of running to God and making a renewal allied with him. And when people do that, my friends, they miss God's good intention for their lives. They miss out on the blessings that God has prepared for them. There are many times, my friends, when we are just giving in our lives to other people and turning away from God and never giving our lives over to God. And no matter what, God will always be there. He will always hover over us. He will stop us in our tracks if necessary. And here's the bottom line. If you don't have God in your life, you may be missing out on some things. I mean, I know definitely I, if I didn't have God in my life, I'd be missing out on a lot. Now, for some of you who might be hearing me for the first time, you'll be like, well, I don't have God in my life and I have a lot. And that could be true. There's no doubt about that, that people, you know, they go living their lives, not having a relationship with God, not having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And they still live their lives and they do very well for themselves. But the question then becomes that when you struggle in your life, when you have challenges in your life, when things are hitting you back and forth in your life, if you're having a situation with your life, how are you handling it? Do you turn it over to God or do you just try to resolve it yourself and then go take it to somebody else to see the advice that someone else could give you? 
when God could ultimately be the sustainer and most of all your friend and the person who can give you the best advice, the best guidance, the best instructions. And that's why wherever they go, he says, I will spread my net on them and I will bring them down like the birds of the air. Because no matter how high and mighty people think they're going to get in this lifetime, God will always humble them, bring them to, to, to a place, right back down to earth, like they say. It says, Woe to them, for they have fled from me, destruction to them, because they have transgressed against me. Though I redeemed them, yet they have spoken lies against me. You know, God has... Um, God has really always shown us his grace. He's always shown us his love. He's always shown us how much he cares about us. And he has always helped us in our time of trouble. And he has always been by our side as a true friend. But what happens is many times we transgress against God. We speak lies about him we go around telling people you know that God didn't fulfill this or God didn't fulfill that or God made me this promise and it never came to pass or I received a word from a prophet and that word never came to life you know God is just full of lies and God is full of this and God is full of that we will always come up with excuses to blame someone else and many times when things are not going our way in our lives, we always tend to blame God. Even though he's the one who has redeemed us, even though he has, he's the one who's lifted us up, even though he's the one who's delivered us, he's taken us out of the, um, the muddy waters, he's the one who has put us back on solid ground, we always tend to blame God. And then aside from God, we blame other people. But mostly we blame God. And that is because we walk away. We walk away from him. We walk away from his truth. And then we set up our own lies against him. As it says here in the word. And they never cry out to him. Because it says it here. They did not cry out to me with their heart. When they wailed upon their beds. So even in the time of, of trouble, in the time of realization, in the time of awakening, in the time of understanding that you've done something wrong and you need to repent and you're wailing and crying and yelling and screaming and hollering and really expressing your feelings, we never think sometimes for a quick moment to say, let me give this over to my Heavenly Father. Let me cry out to him. As I'm here weeping in my bed and I'm going through the struggle and I'm going through this challenge and I'm facing these consequences and circumstances that I've placed myself in because of my own neglect to disobey the Lord, my own doing for not falling into the right places that I was supposed to be at and I was at the wrong places. I'm now here crying out to the Lord, but I could be crying out to the Lord, but I don't. 
And that is because many times when we hide from God, we also want to hide from him what we are going through because we think we can hide it from him. But he sees everything, my friends. He sees everything we're going through. We cannot hide anything from him. And because our hearts have become bitter, our hearts have become wounded and our hearts have failed us. We don't surrender it over to our Heavenly Father who is ultimately the one that could help us in our situation. I don't know about you, but I know I've had times that if I had real, some really bad things happening in my life, some situations at hand that I just couldn't deal with, and I was crying out, crying out, the first person I'd be crying out to is the Lord. Because I know He's ultimately the one who can help me, lift me up, encourage me, spark me prepare me set me on the right track but they didn't do that at the time of Hosea they were still very much into their own way of being and then now even in the circumstances is being revealed to us here and laid out of what was happening we're seeing a perfect example of the children of Israel at the time and how they failed to just run back to God. It's so simple to go right back to God. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. But many people make it for themselves the most difficult because they go against it. They go against God. They don't think that they'll be forgiven. They don't think God will hear them out. They don't think that God will allow them to surrender. And my friends, I'm here to tell you that God is so present and evident in every day of our lives. That he is there patiently waiting on the sidelines for us to surrender to him and run back to him. And when we are in a dire situation where we have no other remedy, he is our remedy. And it says here, they assemble together for grain and new wine they rebel against me though I disciplined and strengthened their arms yet they devise evil against me even when God at the time of Hosea with the children of Israel even when God gave them what they needed the strength when they were weak when he disciplined them when he set them on the right track when he gave them instructions when he gave them the layout, uh, you know, things that they were supposed to do on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on a yearly basis. Everything that he equipped them with, they still despised him and turned away from him and did evil against him. And dismissed him. And not even acknowledge him. They rebelled against him. Without direction from God, my friends, our thought processes go the wrong way. Without God's word embedded in our hearts, we think and say things differently 
without prayer unto our Heavenly Father on a daily basis, we don't understand the deepness of the spiritual world of the Holy Spirit that exists and can guide us. And without truly surrendering everything over to our Heavenly Father, we can never let go of our own selfish deceits and gains. And sin can come in and have a field day with us. And as long as that sin continues to be the forefront of our lives, we will never reach our full potential. We will never fulfill the life that God really has intended for us. His promises that he's given to us that we can act on and receive. Because what happens, my friends, is every time that the children of Israel were faced in this circumstance, instead of looking to God for what they needed in fulfillment of their lives, they were always looking somewhere else. They were always looking somewhere else. And when it says here, Though I disciplined and strengthened their arms, yet they devised evil against me. They return, but not to the Most High. They are like a treacherous bow. Their princes shall fall by the sword. For the cursings of their tongue, this shall be their derision in the land of Israel. Excuse me, in the land of Egypt. Because they did evil against God because they broke his commandments because they did not follow after him because they did not do their things according to what he had asked of them and they were only seeking to fulfill the lust of their own hearts the lust of, of their own souls They were only seeking after the materialistic things that they wanted, that satisfied them instantly. We can apply this to our lives today. We are always trying to turn back to the things that we felt have truly satisfied us. Even when we know that those things are the things that have hurt us in our lives, those are the things that have put us in a place of disposition and has allowed us to stumble, has allowed us to fail, has allowed us to never gain true access to what God has for us. God is the only one who can meet our spiritual needs, my friends. Spiritual needs in our lives can truly be given to us through our Heavenly Father who loves us so much. We must always look to God first for everything that we long for in our lives. Because God will ultimately give us every desire of our heart according to his perfect timing and to his perfect will for our lives. 
And God wants to meet us first spiritually before he can give us access to anything materialistically. And what was happening at the time of Hosea was that the people were doing it backwards. They were only truly seeking the fulfillment of materialistic things in their lives. And they were never turning to their Heavenly Father for the spiritual guidance that they needed. They felt that just with only world possessions and everything that they acquired on their own would satisfy them in the long run. But what they ended up finding out was that they were being (laughs) targeted themselves and falling by the wayside because of their own cursing of their own tongues because of how they spoke against God and the things that they carried out among themselves in satisfying their own desires, their own lustful natures, and carrying out acts that were unethical, that were not of God, that were against God, because of that, they would face their own consequences. Because my friends, at the end of the day, The only person who could really give you the fulfillment that you need in your life is our Heavenly Father and our Rock, Jesus Christ, who loves us so much. Our souls are always longing for something. We're always trying to feel a void. And we end up searching in all the wrong places. We end up searching in places that we have no business being in. And sometimes we get swayed by people's words and actions to us, which uh, thinks, uh, have has us thinking that, oh, that's the route I need to go. Or that's what I should be working on. Or this is the better way for me now. And before you know it, you're down the wrong path. You've made the wrong turn. You've made the wrong decisions, the wrong choices. And instead of stepping up to the plate and admitting that you've done wrong, that admitting that you've done false, that you've made the wrong choices, and running back to God, you now think that you can go resolve it in a different way by going to someone else, to another situation, to another thing uh it's an an example of this is people sometimes suffer from not being able to be by themselves so you fall out of a relationship with someone it goes south you don't give yourself time to heal you don't give yourself time for new perspective and right away you get into another relationship and you start all over again And you might make the same mistakes there. You might make the wrong choices again. And then it's like a pattern. And you can't be without someone. Because that's always what you've been used to. And our Heavenly Father wants us to have access to Him fully. Which He always gives to us. To be our anchor. So that we could be on him fully, 100%. 
and that we would know what it is to rely on our Heavenly Father for the love that we need, for the embrace that we need, for the peace, the joy, everything that we're seeking, but we're trying to find it in other people. And on many occasions, we never fulfill that because in all reality, those individuals ultimately cannot give us full force of what our Heavenly Father can give to us. So we're always jumping, as the example I just gave, from person to person because we want someone to fulfill our void. And the only one who can ultimately fulfill our void is our Heavenly Father. And at the time of Hosea, there were people who understood that and knew it, but they still didn't turn away and run away from the sin and the wickedness they were committing to run back to God. They didn't do that. They continued to do their own thing and to go about their own way. And when God gives it to us very clear here, for the cursings of their tongue, this shall be their division in the land of Egypt. Because our tongue can give us life or death, my friends. What comes out of our mouths really determines what we set forward in the atmosphere. How we really can encourage someone or bring someone down with our words. How we can motivate someone positively with our words, as opposed to disrespecting them or speaking in a very condescending way towards them. There are so many things right now that we can compare this to what's happening in our everyday lives today. Many of us are walking around saying things out of our mouths that are destroying us. And we are failing to realize that it's our own words that put us in certain predicaments. And it's our own words sometimes that sabotage things for ourselves by what we say and the actions that we do. So right now, as we read this passage here in the book of Hosea, we're understanding that God is exposing even more what was happening at this time. And he was making it very clear to them that those that were fleeing from him, those who were transgressing against him, those who were making lies against him, were still going to be found out. And those who truly were just dismissing him and going to other nations and thinking that they were going to get what they needed from those nations for their lives, God was exposing it here and explaining it to them that no matter how elevated they felt going to other nations and going to other people, he was going to be bringing them right back down to earth from the high horse they were on. 
and that they would have to face consequences for what was coming out from their heart as much as what was coming out of their mouths. Because ultimately, he was reminding us in the scripture, and is reminding us in the scripture, of the goodness of the Lord and what he did for them and what they didn't do for their Heavenly Father. Or how they turned away from their Heavenly Father. And I could tell you right now, my friends, that we are struggling in this area today. Many of us are finding ourselves that we are willing to curse ourselves and everyone else around us to try to gain whatever it is we want to gain. We are speaking a certain way in this generation today that is very disrespectful, that is very um, unprofessional, that is very um, disgusting, that is very nasty. Um, There's just so many things coming out of people's mouths these days, my friends, that if we're not careful, we pick up on these words and we repeat them. Many, and we spoke about this very briefly last week, where we spoke about, you know, what you start to hear, then you start to think you can also say it too, or act that way, or be that way, because of influences that come into our lives. And this is what happened to the time of the children of Israel in Hosea's time. They became so influenced by other people other nations, other communities that they totally dismissed God and ended up doing things that hurt themselves. And God is making it very clear here that he was willing to make sure that they would face the consequence of what it is that they did against themselves and against him. See, my friends, God sees everything that we do. We cannot deny it. It is never hidden. We can't hide anything from God. So as he lays out this example that we just read, and he explains to us what was happening at the time of this community and how he was willing to allow them to fall by the sword, to fail to stumble, and to face the consequences because of what they did against him. He's making it very clear to us today that we need to watch out for these things so we don't fall into the same category that these people fell into. We have to remind ourselves that, hey, if we, if we are doing something wrong, if we are finding ourselves in a situation that is just not good, we need to yell, scream, shout to the Lord and run back to him. Because he is ultimately the one who can help us. He's ultimately the one who can fulfill the void in our lives. And no one else. Nothing else. So my friends, I don't know about you, but as God has laid this out, and I read it, I take note of it. Because if I find myself in this situation, I can pretty much see what will be some of the consequences that I would have to face. What would be some of the things that will that God will allow for things to happen in my life? Based on my own doing, based on my own sabotaging, based on my own 
decisions and choices that I make that take me and make me into being someone else that I'm not supposed to be. Especially when he has placed me in an area in my life where he wants to continue to give me the goodness that he has for me. But if I myself deter myself away from those things that he wants to bless me with, it's ultimately my fault. It'll be ultimately your fault, my friend. Especially if we're aware of what we're doing. And at the time of Hosea, many people were aware of what they were doing. Some of them got caught up and, um, and innocently were, you know, taken in. But some really knew what they were doing and how it was hurting God's heart. And they were not doing anything about it to turn away from their wicked ways, to turn away from their sin. So my friends, we have a lot to think about here in this passage of scripture. Go back, reread it. I recommend you go back and reread the whole chapter 7. And if you're just joining us for the first time, you want to start reading the chapters in Hosea and catch up to us all the way to chapter 7. And you will see what was happening at the time of Hosea and why God had chose Hosea at this time to be a beacon of light and to be a voice, bringing information forward to the community. Because God was doing a lot during this time. There were a lot of lessons being learned. A lot of examples of things that were happening during this time. That are very critical and crucial to how we're living our lives today. So my friends, I look forward to sharing the word again with you next week. Where we will rise and shine with the word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. God bless you. Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the Word of God. The Word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.